Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash damn. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Adrian Wojnarowski will join us on loan from the mothership. Coming up, Mavericks extend Luka. Five years, $207 million. And he's 22 years of age. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Still mixed reports on Deshaun Watson. Is he going to play this year? Is he going to sit this year? Is he going to travel with the team to the next game? And if not, why is he not traveling? Is he injured? Are they just trying to keep him from being a distraction when they're on the road? But uh, as it stands right now, mixed reports on Deshaun Watson. He'll never play a game for the Texans, another game. And uh, I guess there's still the window of hope that maybe he does play for the team this year. But as it stands now... Anybody's guess, because you still have to factor in what the NFL is going to do, could do. And then you have the lawsuits here that right now, no criminal charges, but he's not going to be deposed in these civil lawsuits until February. Yes, Pauling. I'm, I checked his contract. Deshaun Watson is under contract for this season and basically the next four seasons. They have him locked up at a, a, a actually friendly rate, about $30 million a year, $35 million. They paid most of his bonus money already. Any chance they weather this, the team, and get a top five draft pick, and hopefully this works out? What? They have to trade him. They have to. Well, he doesn't want to play there. Does he have that kind of leverage anymore to, to say where he plays? It seems like um, he's lost it. I don't know. Well, the team has to realize this, that they have to move on from him, and you don't – like, you have to just kind of wipe it clean and I, just say, let's, let's move on. If, if you keep him, he's not playing, then you got to pay him. Well – I guess if he didn't play this season or was on the commissioner's list for half the season, you still have him under contract for the next four seasons. You'll have the number one or two pick of the draft and Prent could either trade it or build around him. And he's under contract. You have a great quarterback under contract. That's hard to pass up, even with the off-field stuff. Well, I don't know how that works, that if I'm paying you, but you don't want to play here, 
at, at, is there a stalemate here where all of a sudden you say, hey, I want you starting today. Hey, we're opening the season. You're playing. And then he says he doesn't want to play. Then I'm able to find him, right? Now, I don't know what, you know, with the legal background here, the Players Association or what, what the uh, ownership, GM, coach, what kind of authority they have here. But uh, at some point, if I'm the Texans, I'm like, we're paying you. We want you to play. Yeah, McLovin. That's like an old school holdout, right? Like, uh, yeah. didn't Emmett Smith hold out I, or somebody? We used to have that a lot. That was in 91, and he held out two games, and they ended up winning the Super Bowl, I think, that year. Not that we can expect the same from the Texans. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. McLovin, the poll question. 25 and under athlete would you invest in? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes ran away with it. We got a few tweets of some other guys. Can I ask if yeah. any of these guys belong? Okay. Um, I'll say it wrong, but the that American soccer player, Christian Pulisic. Pulisic? Yes. Okay. Uh, Juan Soto, I don't know, uh, with mm. the Nationals. Mm. Uh, we got a couple Jason Tatums. Mm. No. No. Uh, and then there's a couple other baseball players, Ronald Acuna Jr. No, they're nice. These are all nice players, but I'm talking about somebody that is just different. Like Luca counts. Yeah, Luca is different. Mahomes is different. Jason Tatum's a really good player. Soto, really good player. But they're a notch below because this is different. This is, I have a really intriguing athlete personality i mean luca plays nationally he plays worldwide you know, that's global and that's what you want uh mahomes you know widely recognized if not the best quarterback in the nfl the second best on a team that you know could go to another super bowl again with him this year yeah mcclub I'm going way ahead of myself. Any chance Luca fills some of the vacuum when LeBron leaves as like the best player in the sport? Somebody's going to have to fill that vacuum because this is different. This is not just you're a really good basketball player. LeBron was a whole lot more than just being a really good basketball player, great basketball player. Jordan was more than just being a great basketball player. Magic was more. Bird was more. When, when you say, oh, you know, the next guy coming in, the next guy, there is no LeBron coming in. It'll be somebody else who does something in a different way. But, you know, is Trey Young the future? Is Luka the future? Is Zion the future? Is somebody in the next couple of years? That's a really big void because the NBA, LeBron has been the most valuable player to the NBA since he got in the league. And trying to find somebody like that, who plays at that kind of level, doesn't get in trouble, uh, it wins championships, plays for championships, that's going to be really, really hard to find. And I don't know what Dallas does to build around Luka to make that a championship team. Because when Mark Cuban was building around Dirk Nowitzki, when they won their title, beating the Miami Heat, you got to find the right People, but but Dirk wasn't a ball dominant. He was just a great scorer. Luca's a ball dominant. Uh, it's one thing to play with a score. It's another thing to play with somebody who's ball dominant. And I think that's the tricky part here of trying to get free agents to play there, and even you know the players that you draft, who fits in, who complements Luca as you move forward. Because I'm guessing if you're signing him to that five-year deal, two hundred million dollars, you expect uh, you're an NBA championship over the next five years. It's not all on Luca, but that's what I would expect here. Yes, Eden. 
It's kind of like you need a couple of good shooters and then a bunch of people who can rebound really well. Yeah. He could use an Anthony Davis is what he could use, but you're not getting one of those guys. Yes, Paul. He'd take a Chris Middleton, a guy who doesn't need to be a star but's yeah. not scared to shoot late. But they got Hardaway Jr., who has been a whole lot better than people thought, and they re-signed him. They missed out on Kyle Lowry. Yeah, McLevin. Who are some other guys that are like good enough that you expect them to win a title? Like Giannis was in that category. Is Joker a guy who's going to win a title if you get the right pieces around him? Well, Jamal Murray's going to be out. He might miss all next year. Uh, Joker was great, but it'll be hard for him to repeat his MVP from the standpoint of, okay, we saw this. Like that's that's when you're trying to go, okay, hey, that guy's going to be MVP again this year. We we A lot of people thought Luka was going to be the MVP, and I just didn't think they were going to be good enough as a team for him to be MVP. You know, keep in mind, Denver was a, a really good team, uh, good record, and Luka, or, uh, uh, the Joker, played in most of the games. Embiid lost the MVP because he missed, whatever, 20 games or so, it felt like. But as far as the, the face of the NBA, maybe Zion... But it feels like it's it's going to be Luca, at least for the, you know the next few years. Yeah, McLevin. Any 16, 17, 18 year olds like piquing your interest? There's a way. Bronny, Amani Bates. Well, Amani Bates, but I don't know what he's going to do. He narrowed down his. I like when they narrow down their list, and it's still like ten teams, ten schools, the G League, and you're like, I don't think you narrowed this down. How about we narrow it down to like three? But. Bates with all the hype surrounding him. See, that's another thing. LeBron lived up to the hype. And, it, you know, that's even more amazing. You're 16, you're on the cover of Sports Illustrated. You come out. I remember talking to a scout, LeBron's first game, and the scout said he wasn't even the best player on his own team. And I went, wow, because he's not. And I, th- I thought, okay. Then, you know, you start to lower your expectations like, okay, maybe he seems like he's ready to play in the NBA. And then we realized that he could. But I think the initial reaction, it's like um, one player who doesn't play golf anymore, but told me when Tiger first came on tour, it's like, you know what? People are making a bigger deal out of this. And I thought, oh, okay. But I, I think it's because you're you're a veteran and you're watching somebody come in who gets all of the compliments, all the coverage, and then you're like, yeah, he's not all that. He gave you the, eh, about Tiger Woods? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. If there was like a Ten Commandments of freezing cold takes, <laughs> yes. that might be number one. Yeah, well, <laughs> holy smokes. I, uh, I, I have not brought it up to this person, <laughs> but I don't even want to tell you if uh, he's part of the game anymore. Oh, that's a hint. No, don't. Uh, want to say that uh, he, he plays golf anymore? Because he did say he's not he's not all that. And I went, okay. Now, the scout saying, you know, LeBron, he's not even the best player on his own team. Like, okay. Yes, McLevin. Yeah, the LeBron not being the best player on his own team, the two of them are the one and two. The Alpha and the Omega freezing out. <laughs> I know. It's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. And, and they said it in such a matter-of-fact way, you almost get the feeling they would have said it on the record. Uh, yeah, Paulie. Who was more famous at, at 18, Tiger or LeBron? Tiger was well-known more to golf fans, but... He hadn't gone pro yet. It was more like 20, 21 with him, right? 
at Stanford? Well, keep in mind, he was on the Mike Douglas show at age two, yeah. hitting golf shots. He was always relevant. You heard about this guy that was coming. But then when he got to Stanford, it was like, I think when he won the amateurs. Yeah, he won won three of those, I think, and then had his coming out party. LeBron's senior year, I remember being on ESP, games being on ESPN2. Yeah. You could tune into a couple different of his, was it St. St. Vincent's or yeah. something. You could watch those games on national TV. Yeah, it's time. It seemed like because the nature of the sport, I guess, and the popularity of basketball over golf, that the fact that they would be showing LeBron high school games, they weren't showing Tiger playing like in you know high school or college events. That wouldn't be televised. You'd have to find that on the web or something somewhere. Yeah. Uh, LeBron was... Thank you, Todd. LeBron was featured uh, prominently by ESPN. Um, but I, I, I'm trying to remember the first time... I saw Tiger play competitively, and it probably was at the the amateurs, I'm guessing. And he was probably 18, 19, maybe? Yeah, Paul. It feels like Arch Manning, the son of Cooper Manning, is going to go through that. I think he's 16 years old and going to be a junior in high school. He's not even, it's not even his senior year yet, and people know his games have already been on TV. Yeah. They're going to be on TV this year. I've seen the schedule. Yeah, and I wonder, you know, when he starts to capitalize on name, image, and likeness. Yeah, see. That might be, like, just in terms of name, like the, the, the most powerful brand name in sports is Manning. I mean, you could make that argument. Well, I would say the Jordan brand, but there's his, his, his kids didn't play ball at a high level. I mean, the only reason that kid's getting any coverage is because of his last name. Right. Yeah, I, well, I think he would get coverage b- for being a great quarterback, but he would not get what he's getting now. Uh, yes, McClellan. Well, it's interesting. I think Bronny is the same way. Like, we wouldn't know LeBron James Jr. Uh, I think that's his name. If, like, it's the same, similar kind of thing. Although Arch is a better pro- is Who's a better prospect, Bronny or Arch? Does Ooh. anyone know? <laughs> I would say Arch. Yeah, Arch is legit number one. Yeah, right? I would say Arch. I, I've watched Bronny. Uh, I've watched two games of his, uh, summer league games. And uh, he's he's good, at times really good. But I didn't, I didn't always look out there and see the best player on the floor. And I know the expectation level is high, but it's because he's the son of LeBron James. Uh, if, if I watched Arch Manning play, which I haven't, I've only seen the highlights, you know, I'd be curious. When you watch an entire game, that's when you get a full sense, a true sense of the ability that somebody has. When you watch the highlights, you're going, man, this guy can do no wrong. It's when you watch them and, and you see, like, when do they pick their spots, their spurts? Do they take over? Do they take a big shot? Uh, and, you know, he's a good player, but I didn't think he was a great player. Player, yes, McLovin. Are you saying Bronny James isn't the best player on his own team? I didn't. We might have to no, learn no, no. Colting, no, no, uh, no. but he might not be the best player on his own team. But his team was stacked. Like he had Dwayne Wade's son. I mean, there were a lot of great players that that he plays with on that. Uh, is that Sierra? Yes, McLovin. I saw, by the way, when Quinn Ewers, the number one football player prospect yeah. out of Texas, when he went to Ohio, he went to Ohio State, ESPN had three scheduled games of him. <laughs> the three primetime games that they were really upset about. Did you see where he's already signed a yeah. name, image, and likeness deal Yeah, selling kombucha? Yeah, Texas-style kombucha? Te- Texas. He's slanging kombucha? He's slanging kombucha. <laughs> yeah, a healthy, healthy drink. 
Yeah. Yes, we close. What are your Ohio State? People? I got you. Got to call your Ohio State sources and find out what the deal is. Is he gonna play? This is unbelievable. Yeah, because he skipped his senior year. It's like he wanted to get started. Hey, I'm gonna go to Ohio State and compete. Yeah, Paul. It would be great if uh, Bronny James left Sierra Mist or whatever school he's going to. No, and Sierra Canyon. Sierra Canyon. The, the Mist. That's her mascot. The Mist. <laughs> but what if he just went to like a, a nice college and went for all four years? You know, went complete opposite of what we think. Instead of going right to the pros or, or you know, the G League or whatever. Stream the new Peacock original series, Heart to Heart, where host Kevin Hart sits down with today's biggest celebrities for unfiltered conversations. New episodes premiering every week. Go to PeacockTV.com. Sign up now. Uh, Ryan in New York. Been on hold for a while. Ryan, what's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Uh, many time, long time. Six foot, 180. I can play this a lot. Um, 2022 is the first year Devin Hester is eligible for the Hall of Fame. Yep. And uh, personally, I think he's the best return man I've ever seen. I was fortunate enough to be in Chicago in 2006 when the Bears made their big Super Bowl run. I think it ended with Peyton Manning, but he took the opening kickoff to the house. The most electric kickoff man I've ever seen, um, hands down, in the game. So What's your opinion on him? Does he make the Hall of Fame first ballot? I know the knock on him is he wasn't a great wide receiver. He's a one-trick pony. But, man, what a, what a trick that was. What are your thoughts on DHS? I would uh, put him in the Hall of Fame. But I believe in those guys who were special teamers. They're like a punter. As crazy as that may sound, a punter can change the entire complexion of a football game. When you have that guy who is – Awesome inside the 15 or inside the 10. You know, Justin Tucker, that, that's such a weapon to have. And Devin Hester was a weapon every time he went back. And I remember talking to Tony Dungy about that, that he said absolutely not kicking the opening kickoff in the Super Bowl to Devin Hester when the Colts played the Bears. He was not doing it. And then decided to do it, and Devin Hester ran it back for a touchdown. <laughs> uh, Devin Hester, to me, is a Hall of Famer. But I don't know the criteria of those voting, and it's a very tough job. But I think Devin Hester is not a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I do think he's a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Yeah, Paul. I always thought the Bears mismanaged Hester a little bit. After his first two years, he was all pro both years, first team. They kind of eased up on his kick returns a lot and eased up on his punt returns because they worked him in in other positions at wide receiver, and it gave him a lot less reps. I wonder what his numbers would have been if they made him Full-time kick, full-time punt return. Well, his records are not going to be broken. We don't have kickoffs anymore. That's right. I mean, Devin Hester will be the greatest kickoff returner of all time. Unless in another generation, another decade or two, they decide that they want to bring the kickoffs back. Like, why didn't we get rid of kickoffs? Uh, they weren't safe. Remember that concussion uh, lawsuit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, McLevin. When you look at the list of the top returners, like he's the only real Hall of Famer on here. Dante Hall, Brian Mitchell, uh, Mel Gray, everybody else on the list, Josh Cribbs, no, none of those guys are probably Hall of Famer. No, they're not. We'll take a break. Woj will join us coming up next. It's 18 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. It's amazing. It's Discover. Matching all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. No limit on how much you can earn. It's amazing, right? In fact, even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. And you know what that means when it comes to Discover. Get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. 
Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 
Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. I mentioned that uh, LeBron James's son, Bronny, might not be the best player on his own high school team. Amari Bailey is considered the better prospect there with LeBron James. But, but Bronny is very good. I don't know if he's NBA. I don't know what the scouts say about him. I just watched him in two games. Uh, you know, these were uh, summer league games. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. We make way for ESPN Senior NBA Insider, host of the Woj Podcast, Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, thanks for joining us. Um, can you explain what the Supermax rules are? That Was there any kind of leverage or like Luca was getting 207 million, no matter what. That's right, Dan. And what's different about Luca's supermax off of his rookie extension that, you know, you've seen other rookie extensions and you see the $207 million number or 202 last year, 195 based on where the salary cap is. He's the first player to sign this deal who's already fulfilled the requirements to get the Supermax. So you have to make All-NBA or win MVP. I think it's All-NBA, MVP, or uh, maybe even Defensive Player of the Year. Any combination of those in two out of three years earns you that 30% of the cap, which takes you from essentially 175 to 207. So Luke is the first one to sign this deal having – already been All-NBA twice. Other great young players, Tatum and Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, they can earn that $200 million, uh, in their deal if they become All-NBA twice. Luka's the first one who's already done it at 22 years old twice before he signed the contract. Why did everybody jump on Mark Cuban's jet and go to Slovenia for the signing, including Jason Kidd? If it's a foregone conclusion. Like, do they have to massage him a little bit, nurture him a little bit here? I think it's just a sign of respect of what he means to that organization, that they would come and do it collectively and, uh, you know, formally present it to him. There was going to be a press conference later today in Slovenia, but I think it's just because of who he is, what he means to the organization, you know, we're not going to um, do anything but, but be buttoned up, come see you present it, tell you what you mean to us, and, and, uh, uh, and have them sign the contract. I, I, I wonder, and as many people as you talk to, can the Mavs build a championship team around Luka? And, and if so, how do you do that? Well, that you certainly can build one around him. There's no question he is, this is a future MVP in the league, probably multiple MVPs before he's done um, yeah, I th- listen, I think the progress of Chris Epps Porzingis and his health, um, I think mentally just, I think embracing that role alongside Luca, how this goes now with Jason Kidd, those are going to be really important uh, factors. And they traded for Porzingis with the idea that this was going to be you know, a legit number two co-star. And health has played a lot of, uh, uh, has been a lot of the factor of why he's not been as effective. They need him to get healthy. 
but certainly they need more. They're not there yet. They've been knocked out in the first round twice uh, by the Clippers. Uh, but Luka's 22 years old, and we can look at the progression of other great players in the league. You know, Giannis, the struggles he went through, finally winning it at uh, 26, right, this year? Yeah. So it's not probably next year. It's not the year after. I think we we see how these things evolve You know, it is rare that you're going to win a title with your best player at 22, 23, 24, even when it's someone of of the talent of Luka Doncic. Are the Lakers done with moves? Well, I think certainly significant moves. I think there's still some room to add uh, another veteran minimum player to their roster. But, But this is largely the team they'll have, and you saw them go out in free agency because of the Westbrook trade and trading essentially three for one in that deal, losing Caruso to the Bulls, you know, they had to fill out their roster. And you kind of saw a combination of some players who had been there before, older, you know, they get a couple four men and Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza uh, come there. Dwight Howard comes back as a, as a center for them. And then a couple of younger guards, Malik Monk, uh, Kendrick Nunn comes from uh, Miami. So, uh, like, when you're the Lakers, you can get some guys to take that veteran minimum uh, deal, you know, who might might be able to make a little bit more elsewhere, but you go there on a one-year deal, you have a chance to, to win a championship, you can increase your value. And I think that's what a couple of those guys are counting on. What do you think the, uh, the league reaction is to what the Lakers did? Listen, I think uh, – listen, I think the people – People know that the Lakers, you know, were formidable last year. They'll be formidable again. Health is going to play a big part in this. And regardless of the role players around their stars, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, you know, listen, health played a huge part in why that team um, got knocked out. And they lost to a very good Phoenix team. And, and who knows, maybe at full strength, Phoenix still wins that series. We won't know. But certainly LeBron now – you know, you know, past, I think was, he'll be 37, right, in the playoffs next year. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Davis coming off of a significant injury. Uh, keeping those guys healthy is, uh, you saw it last year in the postseason, and you saw the teams, Milwaukee, for the most part, was able to stay healthy. They did lose DiVincenzo. You know, health played a huge factor, I think, when there was just such attrition around the league coming off of in, in that condensed schedule. And I'm sure that'll be the case next year. But this is an L.A. team, especially because of LeBron's age. You've got to go for it every year. And now they bring in Russell Westbrook, uh, who, uh, listen, is going to bring a lot to that team. They still have to surround that group with shooting. That's not what Russ does. Russ is not going to be a catch-and-shoot guy uh, when the double teams, when, when LeBron kicks it out. Russ is going to still attack the rim. And so it's a different dynamic for them. What about Dennis Schroeder, who turned down that extension, and now there's a report this morning that maybe he'll sign with the Celtics. Could could the Lakers have done a sign-and-trade with him to get something in return? They could do one um, if that interested them. They, they, they have the ability. I've not sensed that's been something uh, for them. that Because remember, somebody else has to want to give up something of value, and I think teams – you know, there's teams who can sign Schroeder, probably not, not certainly at the number that he could have had with the Lakers. Um, but I haven't gotten the sense since free agency's really gotten rolling that there have been a lot of sign-and-trade scenarios. Again, 
if the Lakers are going to take somebody on and they're in the tax, and remember that player is going to cost them exponentially more because of the tax bill, you know, you've got to think that the guy whose contract is probably going to be two or three times what he makes on your tax bill, is that worth taking on? Um, and so, and again, teams don't, I don't think they feel like they've got to give up something of great quality to bring in Dennis Schroeder now. They can sign him if they have their mid-level exception, that taxpayer mid-level, which is around $6 million, they can sign him to that. Is there any chance that a, an owner could just say, I don't care about the tax ramifications? Like Steve Ballmer has how many billions and billions of dollars that like the Yankees, they just said, we don't care what the luxury tax is. Could you see an NBA owner going rogue and just saying, Hey, go, I'll pay it. I'm, but I, well, I, I, we, I blow through the stop sign. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it. I mean, golden state's tax bill has been enormous. I mean, they brought in Kelly Oubre last year and his salary, I think he cost them I'm trying to remember just Ubre's salary was over, I think, $50 million when you put the tax. That's commitment. That, that's a lot of money for Kelly Oubre. In a year where you, prob- where you know you're not going to win the title without Clay Thompson last year. Uh, listen, Brooklyn's tax bill is going to be enormous. The Lakers are going to be. And Steve Ballmer and with the Clippers once they re-sign uh, Kawhi Leonard. So I think teams have gone significantly in it. You know, if you remember Prokhorov in Brooklyn early on with the Nets, they didn't have success. It was no object to him. So I think we've seen it. You know, I guess it's all relative to, you know, how astronomical it goes. But there comes a point where you're locked in by the cap or you just can't you, – you can't just keep adding big salaries. You're essentially um, – the, the cap doesn't work necessarily that way where you get locked in at certain slots. And so you're just paying – you know, a ton of tax for a guy making three or four or five or six million. That doesn't mean he's a great player and it makes any sense to do it. Did you trademark Woj? No, not that I know of. You should probably do it today. Why? Is something happening? Well, I don't know. I just I, I oh. just think you just go with one name. Like, I think you've you've earned that. Sting, Prince, Madonna, Woj. Yeah, I hadn't, hadn't thought of it uh, in that grouping, but um, uh, but yeah, that's something I'll, uh, I'll I'll check into this afternoon, Dan. Not a bad idea. Okay, not this morning, but this afternoon you will. <laughs> that's right, after lunch. After and, lunch. And, and trademark Wojbomb, too. Well, there you go. Okay, right. okay. Thanks. I hadn't thought of any of these things. Thanks, Dan. All right, thank you, Woj. That's, uh, all right, be well. Take a- care. Adrian Wojnarowski. I'm just helping out, that's all. A senior NBA insider, host of the Woj Woj. Uh, the Watch Podcast. Yes. yes. We should uh, trademark Narowski just to get the other side of Woj. Oh, yeah. he, he gets Woj and we're like, okay, well, we trademarked Narowski. And he has to buy it back from us. Yeah, Narowski bomb. Yeah. Trademarked TM. Yeah, yeah I don't want to get another cease and desist from anybody. We're good. Like, I'm, I'm, we made a cease and desist t shirt, but I don't need to get another cease and desist from, from any athletes or their representation. Yes, McLovin? Just to be clear, the former Duke guard was Wojo, right? Did they call him? Yeah, Wojo. So he's not going to get him. No, I don't think so. Because he might have tried to trademark that. But Wojo's more famous. Oh, by far. Yeah. Now, that's just currently. I mean, if Wojo had gotten the Duke job, who knows? But it was John Shire. Mm. I have the NBA championship odds here. Oh, God. 
No, there's not. This isn't tricky. Oh, this God. is. There's nothing to do with the Jets over under here. We're only an hour removed from the last I know, over under. I know. I know. And I'm not going to do that. Over under 53 and a half wins. No, the there's Conference. no wins. This is just these are the favorites to win the NBA championship. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Tenth on the list is uh, Miami. Ninth on the list, Denver. Then the Phoenix Suns, who are tied with the Clippers. Then the 76ers, Utah Jazz. Golden State Warriors are tied with the Milwaukee Bucks. Third best odds to win the title. Then it's the Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets are the uh, slight favorites to win the NBA championship here. Do you guys want to guess... Well, probably not that difficult to guess. Uh, These two teams, their odds are plus 50,000 to win the NBA championship. Todd, I'm just going to say the the, the team that has the lowest chance of winning (laughs) a championship, okay? What, McLovin? He just said to me, you mean the Lake? It's got to be the Lakers and Nets, right? I think you had the exact wrong. (laughs) For the the best chance. No, this is. You're looking at the worst chance. The worst chance. Like Toronto or something. But they're not that bad, Toronto. It's not Toronto. They're at plus 10,000. These two teams are tied. Come on, kids. Yes, McLovin. Ty has no idea. I could just tell I know, he's I'm not even guesses going there. Of like, like playoff the teams from last year. The, the T Wolves and the. Uh, and the Grizzlies. There's a couple of my guesses. No. Uh, the yes, Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings. No. Dang. Is, Detroit. Houston, is Houston still down there? No. Hey. Wait, no, it's not Houston? It's Detroit and Cleveland. No. Wow. Yes. Houston is not number one on that list? Maybe I'm thinking NFL. (laughs) H-Town? Did they completely gut their whole roster? And and, unless I uh, just cut off the bottom of the page here. (laughs) The Rockets were 17 and 55 last year. Um, McLevin, did you give me the whole... Oh, that'd be great. (laughs) That'd be be so great. Wait a minute, let me see here. (laughs) I got... It probably cut off. It cut off with the Cavs and the Pistons. <laughs> then it's the Timberwolves, the Kings, Spurs, Wizards, Hornets, Grizzlies. Imagine you're a Rockets fan out there. Hey, we're not going to be bad. Dan Patrick says we're not so bad. Um, can you check and see uh-huh. where the Rockets are on this? Oops. This is why we don't gamble. And when do we start in the sports book? <laughs> Hey, you want to be rich? Bet against us. Yeah. You, you people at home, don't bet with us. Bet against yeah. us. Yes, McLovin. <laughs> Who's our gambling sponsor again? <laughs> Money Civ. Epic fail. Yeah. <laughs> Black Hole Financial. <laughs> Draining your bank account. <laughs> Inc. Can we, can we check? And I, the Rockets got to be tied with the Cavs and the Pistons. Because it, it cut off at the bottom of the page. Yeah, McLovin. Yeah, there's uh, the Cavs, Pistons, Magic, Rockets, and Thunder are all tied at 50,000. So they're all... Oh, okay. So they're five last place teams. Five terrible teams. I knew the Pistons and the Rockets. The Magic with uh, Jalen Suggs, is he any kind of transformational player? Uh, he's a good... He seems like he's going to be a really good player. And they got Cole Anthony in the backcourt. You know who I watched last night was uh, Leangelo Ball. The, the third ball brother, and uh, he's trying to make the Hornets. He looked okay. He's not athletic. His, his other brothers are athletic. He's 
a better shooter, but I I don't know if he'll make the team. But, uh, you know, I was watching a little bit of that last night. Let's take a break. We'll uh, update our poll results and more phone calls in the on-deck circle back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter. Well, 
If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Luka Doncic is one of just four players to be named first-team All-NBA twice before turning 23. The only one that happened since the merger is Kevin Durant. The other two, Rick Barry and Max Zaslavsky. But uh, Kevin Durant did that. Getting into the league early, getting an opportunity early, and being great early. That's what Luka was able to do. That's why he got that super max deal of $207 million. Uh, Johnny in Pittsburgh. Hey, Johnny, what's on your mind? Dan, uh, 6'4", So, just packing up work in West Virginia, heading by Morgantown. Shout out to Seton. And uh, heading out to Hershey to see my favorite band. And I'm feeling pretty good. And I'm listening to Woj give his interview. And then you guys get done and say not to be confused with Wojo. And I said, oh, no, because avid sports fan, former journalist, I, my entire life, this entire time, have thought those two individuals were the same guy. I thought Adrian Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> Not kidding. Not kidding. So, okay. I, I felt the only way to, to release my guilt was to announce it to everyone. So. I, I respect that, Johnny. And you fit right in on this show. Yeah, he's probably not the only person who thinks that. Yeah, but uh, thank you, Johnny. Good for him. Yeah, it's not... NBA insider, former Duke point guard, Adrian Wojnarowski. I mean, Woj probably has game, but uh, not like Woj when he was at Duke. Woj does not slap the floor when he has a Woj bomb there either. But Luka and Oscar are the only two players to average 25-7-7 per game over their first three NBA seasons. Select company there. Um, and now I want to know, like, what what is next for Luka? Because... You don't want to get to that point where we almost got with Giannis, where it's like, okay, you're great during the regular season. Hey, you won a couple MVPs. When are you going to win a championship? He doesn't have to answer that question anytime soon. This is going to be, you know, you, you start to get up there, and then fans and, you know, media members, they want, to, they, they, they want to go, all right, now what's next? Like, oh, yeah, you're a great player, but got to win a championship. Compete for a championship. That'll be the next big pressure for, for Luca, And the question is, will he have those assets there? I don't think they're winning a championship the next two years because the Lakers are still formidable. I think Golden State is going to be really good as well. Um, I don't even know where Dallas – where were the Mavs on that list of uh, odds that I screwed up? Let me go back to the list here. Do you have that, McLovin, on uh... – I, ha- I have the Mavs at plus 3,000, which is – Sort of right around 10 on this list. I have a, I pulled up a new. Uh, oh, okay. Here. All right. So that's pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah. 
Well, they've been balanced by the Clippers the last two years, but not because of Luka. I just don't think Porzingis is a great player. I think Tim Hardaway Jr. is, is better than what people think. But they wanted, you know, they were trying to get Kyle Lowry as well. And maybe you have somebody who handles the ball handling responsibilities take a little bit of that off Luca's plate. Yes, McLovin. I'm surprised uh, by a team like the Clippers being in the top 10 uh, with that, probably without Kawhi. Does that mean the West is wide open or is that just people are betting on them for reputation? I was surprised that the Clippers would be that high if, if uh, Kawhi's not going to play. Um, how good is that roster? Because Utah will still be good. Phoenix is going to be good again. Denver should be good, but without Jamal, not great. Uh, Portland will probably be in neutral. Sacramento, below average. Uh, the Rockets, below average. Um, who else is in there? That you got them all. The Pelicans are the next one on the list. Yeah, but they're a little. They're like seventeen. You know, Memphis. You know, those are side of, sort of uh, teams on the periphery of being good teams. Yeah, Paul. The Miami Heat are now in the middle of the pack for NBA shot title odds. I would have thought after you know a year ago, I would have thought that they would be top eight, and it feels like they've cooled off a lot. Yeah, since they made a run to the NBA Finals there, but you know that's where you're waiting for Tyler Hero to step up and be now great. And I think that he leveled off a little bit. Duncan Robinson is getting paid. You got Lowry. Bam Adebayo is really good. You got Jimmy Butler that you re-signed. So it's a good team. I don't think it's a great team. And it's still, you know, there's still drama left with what happens with Ben Simmons, what happens, you know, with Dame Lillard. Can the Sixers get better? Uh the Bucks didn't do much, but you know, did they need to do that much? Um, you know, so that's the kind of when you start to handicap this, the Bucks are tied with uh, Golden State, I think, for a third on that list. Then it's the Lakers. Brooklyn is uh, tops winning a championship. Yeah, Paul. I'm sure it's happened before, but has a city ever had the two worst, you know, two worst teams in the sport? Like uh, the Thunder. I'm not sorry. The Rockets are expected to be by the odds the worst team in the sport, mm. so they have number one pick. Obviously. And the uh, Houston Texans right now are the odds to be the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, McLovin. And by the way, Detroit's in a similar situation because the Pistons are at the bottom of this list and the Lions were at the uh, close right up ahead of Houston. And the Tigers. All right, actually, I don't even know. They're really bad too right I'm, now. I'm, I'm guessing. that I know that they're like an occasional Miguel Cabrera home run where we go, oh, he's got 499 home runs. I'm like, oh, okay. That's right. The Tigers still in Major League Baseball. Yes, McClellan. And Seton pointed out before the show that Tampa is going out of control. They cannot be stopped. Nobody talks about the Tampa Rays. They want to talk about the Red Sox and the Yankees. But the Rays are once again, you can't name five Rays probably. But that's what's amazing about that organization. They, they somehow cobble together a lineup and the Red Sox and Yankees overspend and Tampa's still leading the division. But people care about the Yankees, you know, the Blue Bloods, the Yankees and the Red Sox. Yeah, McLovin. I remember when New York and L.A. could just outspend everyone and guarantee a title. I miss those days. Because uh, Tampa's got, what, the Bucks, The Lightning. Yeah. And then Milwaukee wins this. this yeah, but Tampa doesn't overspend. I mean, right, I mean, I'm saying the small markets are winning titles now. It's You don't need to spend... You can't buy a title, it seems like. Yeah, but we don't look at a small market when it comes to the NFL. 
It's it's not like you go, boy, Green Bay, it's a small market. Yeah, but it, it feels like everybody is sort of on level playing field there. It's not not where you have the haves and the have-nots because everybody has to spend a certain amount of money. Yeah, see. I mean, how many markets, I don't know, maybe it's more common than I'm thinking just because nothing's coming to the top of my head, but how many cities have all of their teams win a title in the same year? So you had uh, Lightning, Buccaneers, Rays. Yeah, for the Rays, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many cities can say they've done that. Yes, Todd. Boston, when you got your Patriots and your Bruins and Celtics, they must have done, like, didn't they have probably three championships in one year? Yeah, I, well, I was wondering if you had, they had four teams there, mm. baseball, football, basketball, hockey. I like how, you know, it was a couple of years since uh, Boston won a title. You can't imagine, you know, some kid who's like 12 going, oh, my God, we haven't won a title in like forever. Final hour coming up. Seton Pauly, Fritzy McLovin, yours truly. Close out the second hour with a subtle reminder. Summer is coming to an end, and that means football is going to be here soon. But I keep telling my guys, you got to stop goofing around when it comes to your kids and getting sleep, getting back to school time, and that means they need rest. So you can't keep your kids up late for a Broncos game, Todd, or Paulie's got to get his daughters working Maybe on their schoolwork, not on his car. Seat and son, maybe staying up all night to become the next Neymar. McLovin's kids are probably up late taking some pre-SAT course. Sleep's important for your kids. School-aged children need at least 10 hours to be ready to learn the next day. That's why it's a great time to discover Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds. Biggest sale of the year. All beds on sale. Save 50% on the new limited edition Smart Bed plus special financing. For a limited time only, Sleep Number stores or at uh, sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments are required. See sleepnumber.com for the details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.